Hey, this is Mike Patterson, your host for Embrace Growth. This is a podcast dedicated to personal growth and empowered choices. Helping to create change and transformation in your life and the world. Today on the podcast, I'm just going to introduce myself, your host, Mike Patterson. Tell you a little bit about who I am, my background, tell you about what you can expect from this podcast. I hope that you look forward to meeting me. I hope that you subscribe to this podcast. I hope it brings you change in your life. And that with that change, you can step out into the world and create change to make this planet a better place for everyone. This is just an overview of what you can expect from this show. And I might not include everything. I'm hoping that this show has enough surprises to keep you coming back. But I will talk about some upcoming topics that we'll discuss and why it is I want to start a podcast in the first place. So settle in and stick around. Hello, everybody. So again, my name is Mike Patterson. I'm your host for Embrace Growth Podcast. And I started this journey of personal growth work for myself long, long ago. I I knew that at an early age, I was a heart-centered person that cared deeply about others, that wanted to help people in the world. And I know that when I was in college, I was confused about a lot of things and went and got a minor in psychology to try to understand myself. And, you know, being in in those classes, what I realized is there was a lot of students in those classes trying to figure themselves out, you know. Well, let me take a psychology class, try and figure out who who I am and what the hell, hell is, you know, making me do the things I do or or trying to fix myself. That was a real man way of going about things. As a man, I think one of the underlying things that I was taught or believed in the world as a man was I needed to fix things, fix myself, fix others. And I hope I have enough wisdom these days to know that one, people aren't broken. They're just people that have been through different experiences than myself and that it's definitely not my job to fix anything, but rather listen to where they're at and perhaps ask them some questions so they can come to a deeper truth within themselves. I'm a life coach um, for leader champions, and I'm also a leader in an organization called the Mankind Project. I'm a leader trainer in that organization, which means I train the leaders coming up in that organization. And I also teach facilitation through that organization. Uh, The Mankind Project offers a modern-day initiatory experience 
for men. And I've learned a lot through that organization about myself. One thing I can say about coming up through leadership in that organization is that they don't just allow anybody to lead those trainings. That what I witnessed about leadership in the world um, was different than what I was challenged in that organization to be authentic, to be real. And there's no possible way I can expect somebody to be vulnerable in front of me to dive into their soul if I'm not willing to do the same. So I really have so much gratitude for that organization. I started this path of uh, group work and facilitation and deep personal investigation within myself back in 2005 when my life was in crisis. I was looking for some answers and I thought I was awake. I thought that the people that I hung out with were, you know, woke, which is the contemporary term. My friends had all the right bumper stickers on their cars, right? Wore all the the awake and aware t-shirts. Man, that just doesn't mean shit. That once I started allowing myself to be vulnerable and really be seen, I realized just how asleep I was. I realized the behaviors in my life that were being run by shadow. And shadow is the parts of myself I don't want to look at, that I would hide, repress, deny. And those shadow beliefs were running all kinds of behaviors in my life. To begin this path in 2005 and begin to get tools and dive into my own personal growth work and also begin to facilitate others in a group setting, that was a wonderful beginning for me. What I didn't realize was how much shame I had built up over the years being a man and that I really believe, at least when I was an adolescent boy, that the average or the majority rather of adolescent boys, their, their predominant emotion is shame and that that drives so much in adolescent boys. I know it did for me that I wasn't able to speak authentically. Um, there was a part of me that thought, if you really knew who I was, you wouldn't want to have anything to do with me. So I would spend so much energy hiding, denying, repressing who I was authentically. As I started to research shame and how to unpack that, I came across uh, a woman by the name of Brene Brown down in Houston, Texas, who at that time, and this was about 2007, and Brene was not the rock star that she is today, that she had a TED talk that went viral in about 2010. I was um, doing some online courses with her, um, which was just a correspondence course, and then contacted her via email and 
was able to purchase a curriculum about shame resilience, ask if I could adapt it to the men's work that I was doing, which the reply was, yeah, take this and use it with clients or whatever groups that you want, please go help. That was part of my journey. And, and really what it was for me is I have a learning disability. I'm dyslexic, which I didn't know growing up. I found out my sophomore year of college that I was dyslexic. In high school, I just thought I was stupid. I was put in remedial classes and that created a lot of shame for me. And so I spent a lot of my early high school days in classes like auto shop, wood shop, um, metal shop, and was just learning skills with my hands because those types of things made sense to me. What I know now from how I teach is that I learn from doing, I learn from experiential things, and a lot of what I offer professionally as a coach and doing group work is experiential. It's, it allows people to get into their body and dive deep into the things that are uncomfortable within them so that they can grow and learn. And that's really what has led me to this point here today, wanting to start a podcast. And sure, I want to have my voice heard. I want people to know who I am. There's a part of me that really still wants to be seen. But more importantly, for me to live in mission, for me to have purpose in this life, is what this podcast is about. It's about how can I help bring a message to people who need it to allow themselves to be vulnerable and dive deep within their own souls to get the most out of this life of theirs, of mine. That's why I do it. I get to interview cool people all over the planet. Ask them about what they know, about how they can share what's important to them, where their journeys have taken them, and what they have discovered. You know, I was having these conversations anyhow with people because I travel a lot for work, and what I realized was these are fascinating conversations, not just for me, but how can I share what I'm learning with others? And I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I thought, well, maybe I should. And then the voice of shame stepped in and said, who are you to create a podcast? What do you have for the world? And I just want you to know that that voice of shame still lives in me the voice of who am I to be amazing, and also I'm not good enough to. This is part of my personal growth work path of self-discovery, and I get to bring you along with me. I get to ask some of the most amazing people I know questions about their journeys and about the tools that they have so that I can learn for myself, but also who am I not to share? And why would I want to keep what I learned from anybody. So thanks for being here. Thanks for subscribing if you haven't already. And this is why I do this. I believe that 
We are here, we humans, we are on this planet for connection, period. That's why we're here. And in order to have that connection, we need to be vulnerable. And yet, that's something we avoid. Hell, it hurts. It's scary to be vulnerable. And yet, that's the only way we're truly going to connect with one another. To be authentic. And if I'm not authentic, then I'm disconnected. I really am not allowing others to see me, hear me, experience me fully. So I might want to think I'm connected on this planet, but if I don't allow somebody to see me fully by being vulnerable, nah, I'm disconnected. Here's the problem. We, as a culture, we numb out. We don't want to feel. We don't want to be vulnerable. So think for a moment. What do you do to numb out? It's not just drugs, alcohol. Those are the obvious ones. It could be food. Maybe you're a workaholic. Maybe you sit and watch TV, scroll the internet, social media for hours and hours. Hell, I can numb out reading a book. Think of different ways that you disconnect from having to feel shame, fear, grief, the painful side of these emotions. Because they're all part of the human experience. And yet, as a culture, not only do we not want to feel them, but we sure as hell don't talk about them. And that creates all kinds of disconnection and isolation. But on the other side of all of this, if you take the risk, if you actually say, okay, I'm going to live my life more vulnerably, I'm going to put myself out there, I'm going to take risks and share the painful sides of myself with those that I trust and care about, then what I want you to hear is on the other side is joy, worthiness, belonging, gratitude, purpose. And those are things that as a culture we're numbing as well. It's not that you are just numbing the bad stuff. It's that you don't get to fully experience the bandwidth of what's possible as a human. As a student of the work, one of the things that I learned was that we as humans were wired for struggle, for those hardships. I mean, as children, we're built for all that life can throw at us. And yet, if we didn't allow ourselves to go there, if we didn't set ourselves up to understand grief and pain and loss, then we've missed out on part of our human experience. We, you know, with us being hardwired for that struggle as humans, the other side of it is we really deserve love and belonging. 
I need to admit my faults. I need to be able to allow others to see me fully. I need to practice love, self-love and loving others. I need to practice that I am enough. I need to practice being grateful for the things that I have and not focusing on those that I don't. These are the basic tools that I will be sharing with many different people on many different topics. I want you to hear that we're going to cover topics of inspiration and motivation. We'll dive into the grief and trauma. We'll talk about fitness and exercise, nutrition, and how all that can be used in personal growth. We'll dive into some tools like the Enneagram. We'll talk about ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. We'll look at money and how personal finance can be part of your personal growth path. We'll take a look at things like the four agreements or the four tendencies. We'll talk about discipline talk about soul work. We're going to talk about a lot of different isms. We're going to look at how to integrate all of this into our being, into our lives. We'll look at meditation. We'll look at spiritual growth. We'll look at law of attraction. We'll talk about nonviolent communication. We're going to look at mindfulness. Ah, there's Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. We'll talk about things that are taboo within personal growth and, and mental health. I mean, they're not talked about at all in our society. As we look at these different topics coming up, just know there's a lot of stuff. I have years worth of topics that I have written down. And I'm sure that comments and suggestions from you listeners will inspire me to have other topics as well. Thank you so much for listening to this introduction, allowing me to introduce myself. Again, my name is Mike Patterson. Grew up back in the Chicagoland area. I live on the West Coast now in Southern Oregon. And my professional career has brought me all over the world. I look forward to interviewing those people that I've met from all kinds of different walks of life. Some of the shows will be interviews from professionals. Some of the shows will be topics where I have interviewed many different people that have struggled with a certain issue and what their successes are and what their challenges were. The main thing is to let you know you're not alone. You're not the only one. We all have struggles in our lives. And the less we talk about them, the bigger those struggles might seem. As you go out into your world, please embrace your own personal growth and allow yourself to make the world a better place. Thank you for listening and tune in on Monday mornings. We'll have new episodes up just in time for your commute into work so that you can start your week in a healthy way. Thank you again. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. I really want 
my life's work to get out there and allow others to heal. 